Hello, everybody. This is Raul Ramirez of the Catch Wrestling Alliance. So our job is to help you improve your grappling to elevate it. And together, we actually keep real wrestling alive. So thank you very much for listening, for watching on our YouTube channel or our Twitch stream, whichever is most convenient for you. Uh, so thank you very much. Uh, so we have a lot to talk about today, but let's go ahead and talk about uh, next week. So this uh, at the beginning of April in 2022, uh, that's the next uh, quarter at UCLA. So we're going to be starting classes up again next, starting next week. So starting on Monday, we'll be back in the gym there. Uh, they had their spring break, so we don't have classes during that time, the you know, last couple of weeks. So uh, kind of took a little bit of time off. Still teaching at uh, Fight Science MMA. So um, that you can still train with us there in Los Angeles. The area is called Mid-City. So uh, basically... Um, its name is called Mid City for a reason because it's basically kind of like right in the middle of Los Angeles. Uh, Los Angeles is a, a giant mega city uh, and kind of right in the middle, it's called Mid City. So hopefully that gives you a clue as to where we're located if you're in uh, the Los Angeles area. We have people coming actually from all, all, um, all parts of the county, but uh, we even have people coming from other counties to train. So uh, that's kind of a central location, so it should uh, be easy to find, and uh, you know, we can you could, you should kind of know where it is based on just the the area that it's located in. So uh, people are welcome to train. People are welcome to try it out. Um, hopefully, um, you know, hopefully people do try it out because uh, they're you know online we always see people making comments like oh where can I train and where can I you know where can I learn catch wrestling and uh, uh, you know it's just uh, one like I guess there's one part of it is the desire to train or the desire to learn and then the next part is uh, the ability to show up so we, we have classes not only at UCLA right now I believe it's only available for UCLA students because uh, because of COVID they're kind of just uh, wanting to be cautious as to like who um, basically they want to control who is going to be there it is a public university and usually anybody can join the gym uh, because it's a public university but uh, right now they're just trying to limit it for people who um, you know who are students right but I'm sure you know as if cases continue to decline and whatnot then uh, it'll go back to normal um, all right let me give a Quick shout out to Robbie Burroughs. Uh, we haven't heard from him in a while, so he's saying hello, and uh, he's all the way from the UK. And we have Jonathan Jimenez also uh, commenting. So um, uh, Jonathan is actually the person who, who drives uh, from another county to come train with us here in Los Angeles. So uh, we really appreciate him, uh, you know, making that that long drive from from you know very far south. Um, oh, and also hello to Drew Galbraith. He's another one of our uh, Catch Wrestling Alliance uh, Academy members. So, um, you know, just we appreciate all of you. So all of you who are members and all of you who uh, just are watching or listening, you know, everyone's appreciated because it's all it all supports authentic catch wrestling. So thank you very much. And so that was the main <clears throat> announcements that I wanted to make. So, you know, UCLA starting next week, 
but we also have uh, uh, fight science MMA just that's ongoing class on Thursday nights. So later on tonight, uh, we, you know you can you can train with me and uh, Jonathan Jimenez also. So um, anyway, that being said, so one of you, um, uh, someone that actually I'm not I'm not so familiar with, but uh, you. So I'm sorry I can't uh, remember your your Instagram handle, but it was brought to my attention that uh, so this person was saying that they were listening to another sports podcast, right? And then the subject of grappling came up, and then in that uh, the person who was commenting on the podcast was saying that they had trained in jujitsu and in catch wrestling, and then because they've seen so much video of the late Billy Robinson, uh, you know, having to walk around using a cane or not being so mobile or so what we we say, like, um, uh, he, he's much more uh, unable to uh, do, like, you know, like normal things where, um, you know, not so much able to get on the mat and train and or, or show uh, techniques and whatnot. So because of that, because of those videos that he's seen online, uh, he says that jujitsu would be superior to learn because it is easier on the body and that catch wrestling will uh, inevitably wrecks your body. <clears throat> so I want to kind of talk about that because um, uh, since it basically, first of all, first and foremost, it's just not true, right? Um and so what's happening is that uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of different things going on. And, but let's go ahead and try to keep it with catch wrestling. And, uh, you know, granted, Billy Robinson also did a lot of pro wrestling. So you, you take a lot of uh, extra uh, impact and whatnot. But the thing is, um, there are different ways to protect yourself, right? And to be able to continue doing your sport, regardless of what the sport is, for longer. And so we're having more and more athletes in a variety of professional sports being able to perform at a high level longer. And I think one of the things that they keep talking about is uh, football, American football, where we're having, you know, guys in their 40s, uh, you know, still playing and also to, actually in fighting in MMA, we have a lot of guys in their 40s. Uh, still fighting. Um, so I think that would be, uh, in, in, in MMA, it would, that, that would be a really good example as a, someone who's taking a lot of hits and still uh, being able to, um, being able to uh, perform at a high level, right? So um, that's the thing. So then what is, I want to try to get through some of the confusion, right? Because we do have what is what we do have people who are catch wrestlers or you know some of the old timers who did end up uh with a lot more collecting a lot more injuries to their bodies right but then we also have some that did not right so ultimately a sport can increase your chances of getting injured right but there's ways to decrease your chances of getting injured and there are ways to make it to facilitate your recovery, 
right? So it's not inevitable that you will get so many injuries. It's not inevitable that you can uh, get injuries that you cannot recover from. But there are many ways that you can protect yourself um, and so that you can be doing your sport longer, right? So one of the things that, or one of the examples I want to give is, you know, one of the, we call like the old timers, one of the old timers who is still alive and still able to demonstrate techniques is the coach Roy Wood at the Snake Pit in Wigan, right? So uh, in his 70s, he's still able to, um, you know, move about and, uh, you know, demonstrate. And uh, even when I was training there, he, one time there was an odd amount of people and um, I was the odd man out. I didn't have a, a training partner. So he got on the mat with me and we, we drilled some moves. So um, that shows that uh, if you're better able at taking care of yourself, then you can still be doing the sport, still be coaching the sport, still be demonstrating, still be drilling, um, you know, for, for several decades, right? And so um, how can you do that? right? We have way more research that um, has, shows the ways in which our bodies uh, can heal and all, all ways that we can prevent injury and ways that we can recover from injury. One of the main things you want to just keep in mind or to put it simply, right, is to make sure that you keep moving, right? So uh, again, the blood flow and all that stuff is what helps our body to heal, helps our body to get uh, through the inflammation, um, so it doesn't mean I'm not, I'm talking about it like layer by layer. So it doesn't, I'm not saying like, don't do preventative things like, you know, the ice and whatever, but right now the main thing is that you keep moving, right? So the more you can, uh, continue doing like the, the, say even the, the drills or, um, all the different types of, uh, techniques and stuff, your body will continue to allow you to do that regardless of your age. Right. So th that's what you want to remember. So even if you're not an athlete now, uh, this is what we're talking about, where it's like people who have office jobs. What happens if you're sitting around all day, you know, in front of the computer, your body's not going to keep your joints as flexible as someone who's using the range of motion. Right. So you have to keep moving. You have to keep using your range of motion. Right. You have to keep uh, you know, like uh, going through as much of the range of motion as you can. So be doing all the different drills, all the different, uh, even, well, I'll get to the next part next. But the thing is, if you do not move, and so a lot of times if you, if say if you do get injured and you need to take time off, you don't want to be sitting around on the couch or, you know, just doing nothing. You still want to try to be as mobile as possible. So you don't necessarily have to, um, uh, you know, like if you have a sprained ankle and whatnot, you still want to be trying to find, you still want to try to find ways to be mobile or to keep your body moving, right? So there's different types of exercise or different types of resistance band exercises and whatnot. Just the main thing is that you try to keep mobile and that is going to help you keep your range of motion, but also uh, help you to recover faster, right? Also, um, then the next thing after that, so, so if you're not injured, right, ways to prevent injury and going along the lines of what I just said about your range of motion, then is flexibility training, right? So if you're doing your sport, right? So say if you have a, a really hard training session, if when you finish, if you're able to do 
uh, stretches, like at least even the main stretches for say your hips, your shoulders, etc., cetera, uh, your quads and whatnot, that is going to go a long way in preventing injury. And so then that's also going to help uh, your longevity in your sport, right? So uh, some people talk about like, say like as you age, maybe reaction time goes down. But uh, remember, I, I haven't talked about it in a little while, but for uh, I think maybe a year ago or whatnot, I was talking about the writings of Frank Gotch. Unfortunately, he died in his 30s, but before he died uh, in his book, he stated that uh, actually it was a somewhat of a more common belief from what I understand is that uh, a wrestler is not mature until he is 40 years old. So at that moment, that's when you have the perfect blend of knowledge an experience, right? So that, um, you know, so for those who say like, oh, as you, as you're aging, maybe your reaction time gets slow. Well, it, it's not a detriment, even if that is true, because you, you better recognize the attacks that are coming. You understand how to counter. So it's not like a speed thing. It's usually just like a follow through type of a, of a sequence, right? When you're, when you're actually sparring or in a match. So, um, we have this this idea that uh, a forty year old is like the the pinnacle, right, at, at wrestling or or it potentially, right. So what that shows is that with proper care for your body and good training, then you don't have to be disabled, right. And so there's there's you know plenty of uh, uh, examples of you know people even in jujitsu uh, not necessarily being able to take care of their body so well that they have to bow out, right? And they, they can't really be training or, or um, competing, right? Like how they, they wish they could, right? Uh, you definitely can find these in your local jujitsu gyms and, or, um, you know, people who quit, right? Because they, um, they, um, they just can't, uh, they just can't do it because of, ultimately, it's not necessarily, I don't like, I wouldn't say it's the sport so much, but a lot of times it's how well you cultivate your body or the, how well you take care of your body, right? I think that's probably the easiest way to understand it, where it's like you definitely have to be doing these things. So I talked about the flexibility first because I, I think that's the most important, and that's one of the things that um, people tend to neglect the most, right? That's why I want to mention that first, right? Um and the, before that, as so I said, keep on moving. Basically, you want to keep the range of motion going. Flexibility also helps that. Um, that also helps keep your your um, your tendons longer. You know, that's going to help keep uh, your muscle. That helps helps you to recover faster after your workouts. All right. So these are a couple things that I I believe in my in my opinion, right, uh, to be one of the most important things that you want to keep into in in your mind. But then we, if you have more time with, with training, then it'd be great to do a couple other things, which we usually call strength and conditioning. But we want to just think simply about that. You don't necessarily have to hire a strength and conditioning coach. But what you want to be doing is having a good weight routine. And it doesn't have to be so complicated. I mean, there are different ways to like specialize these things. So that's where a good strength and conditioning coach could help with regards to preparing you for a match or a tournament. Um, but you just want to ultimately, if you, if that's not accessible to you, just think simply, right? Um, and ways to like 
ways to think about it simply with regards to weight or resistance exercises that ultimately help you in your sport, but also protect your body over time are ways to protect your hip joints and your shoulder joints, right? So we're going to talk about the upper body first, right? So the, the major things that you have to consider and also ways to save you time in the gym are actually, it's just four moves, right? So you want to be doing anything where you push forward. So any kind of like a chest press, right? So, uh, so it's a push forward. And then the opposite of that would be a pull. A lot of times we call those exercises rows or some kind of pull, right? Uh, and then a push up, right? That helps your shoulder joints, right? And then a, then the opposite of that would be a pull down. Usually we call it like a lat pull down. Or if we push up, that's usually called uh, something along the lines of a shoulder press, right? Those four have been shown in research, at least done in the United States, uh, to be the four main ones that help stabilize your your shoulder, right? So, um, and they also help you <clears throat> since they're we call them multi joint movements. So they're able to uh, get a bunch of different muscles working together. Right? If you have more time in the gym, then you can start doing other things like what we call like the vanity muscles or the vanity workouts, where it's like you just do a bicep curl or a tricep extension or whatever. Uh, but if you just want to save more time, if you could just do those four you'll be great. And it, it's going to be protecting your shoulder joint, which is super important to with regards to minimizing injuries, right? Also, um, uh, the, the, you want to be doing, um, uh, like say with, the, with regards to lower body, again, one, one of the main and well, a lot of people don't like doing it, but uh, you could be doing any type of squat activity. Uh, it's one of the, the best things you could do. And there's so many different variations. So if you don't want to just be doing squats, uh, there's also different types of um, uh, lunge types of workouts. So you can do weighted and, you know, like you don't necessarily have to have a membership to a gym to do things weighted. I mean, there's all kinds of uh, weights that you can carry that, you know, just stuff at, at your home, you know, so uh, throw your cat on your back. Let's see if my cat shows up. <laughs> um, uh, different things. So it doesn't, it doesn't have to be uh, so high tech, like what you might see some of the professional athletes doing in the, in the gyms in their, in their training videos. Right. And sometimes in those training videos, since they know they're going to be filmed, they, they try to make it look even more fancy. So um these are the main things that you want to be doing. These are the main exercises you want to be doing. Um, you know, if you want to keep everything simple, right, and save some time, but also protect your body uh, for for being for longevity in your sport, basically. So, um, uh, so those were what three aspects, or maybe four aspects. Oh, so the fourth, I guess, it would be cardiovascular training, right? So you want to be training your lungs and your heart so that that's also going to be helping your endurance, right? There are different ways to be doing uh, or to be training endurance, right? But first and foremost, you want to be thinking about cardio. So if you can be doing, um, you know, at least over 20 minutes of constant movement where so that would be what we call a submaximal in intensity. So that's something that you can do without taking a break. So a lot of times lifting weights are so heavy that you can only lift them about 10, maybe 15 times. If, if you're doing it, if you're living, if you're doing uh, a weight 
exercise and you can do it like 20, 30 times, then uh, it's not helping you so much. It, you want to be increasing the intensity or increasing the amount of weight so that it stays down to the around the, the 10 rep, you know, 15 max rep um, uh, amount, right? So that's going to be helping to strengthen uh, your, your joints better or your muscles better, right? And your joints, right? Um, but then, so then when we get into something that's so easy to do that you can be doing it for, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, even an hour, that's more of what we call the cardiovascular type of training. So you want to be doing that as well, because that's going to be training you inside, right? So the heart and the lungs. And so uh, these are all the different components of the physical aspects of you know, fitness, right? And, and all of these in turn help you not only to perform better in your sport, but also minimize your risk of getting injured, right? So um, these are the things that you want to definitely keep in, keep in consideration and keep in your uh, regular practice, right? If you do have the time, if you do have access, uh, these things help. Because I think what I've, what I've seen a lot in the, the several gyms that I've uh, trained at or worked in, um, a lot of times that, 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 that is it where it's like you'll get someone who maybe hasn't been they haven't worked out or they're just they're very new to martial arts and uh, they have no real background even in working out so they could have all these different types of muscle imbalances or you know they've had a a job for the longest time where they're they're seated uh, you know so these sedentary types of individuals with these types of jobs where they sit down all day in front of a computer that does uh, create a lot of different like strength imbalances and whatnot. So all these things can uh, make them more susceptible to getting injured, right? So if if we can incorporate all these different aspects of physical fitness, then the a lot of these injuries uh, don't have to occur, right? And the chances of them happening uh, decrease, right? So this is what we've found through our research. And this is, this has been going on. I mean, this is, this type of research has been, has been going on for the longest time, especially in the United States. Um, um, so, so I'm sharing it with you, right? <laughs> so since I mentioned UCLA, UCLA a lot, um, I used to be uh, one of the trainers for them. So they're very serious about us knowing a lot of the the exercise science and exercise research and stuff. So it, what I'm telling you is not necessarily new, but it's, it's, uh, it's what we know kind of to be true, basically. All right. All right. So let's go ahead and get to some of your comments here. Okay, so this why you guys are commenting a lot. All right, let me, so I'm still scrolling back, so sorry. Why you guys have been commenting a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Okay, so, yeah, so Jonathan Jimenez has been talking about, like, uh, yeah, like, you, you, if you do a lot of uh, pro wrestling, then, yeah, you take a lot of, you take a lot more of these big slams and whatnot. Uh, so that's additional uh, damage that you could be taking that wouldn't necessarily come from catch wrestling, even though, yeah, catch wrestling, does, you know, basically just like uh, submission grappling and whatnot, all these um, 
submission holds or even what we say like wrestling holds can you know uh, you know dislocate a shoulder or a wrist or elbow or you know your ankle or you know so can, they can do a lot of damage so uh, there there's a lot of damage that you can get from the sport right but hopefully you can also get some good training partners that are careful um, to minimize the risk right Um, so let's go. Jonathan Jimenez, Farmer Burns wrestled all the way till his death almost as well. Um, yeah, Farmer Burns was one of those people that were, oh, and actually another, an, another example that's not as famous, right, is, uh, one of, one of Farmer Burns students, Henry Collin. So there was, um, a, a news article that, uh, was shared with me by my good buddy on the east coast which is the the lineage holder of of uh, the farmer burns lineage of catch wrestling john strickland um he shared with me a news article that he had found uh where they interview him they interview henry collin right so um uh, they were saying how come you know a guy so old i think at that time i think he might have been 40 or maybe 39 or whatever uh, this was like a year ago when I read it, but so he was the older guy beating the young people, right? The young wrestlers. And so then they interviewed him asking, you know, what's your secret? Why are you, are you beating these people? And again, he, in his, in his case, he, one of the things he mentioned, uh, was his diet, right? So <laughs> he actually, I believe was, he was at least vegetarian, if not vegan. Um, but also he took, he took really good care of his body uh, so, you know, he was doing these types of things that I was mentioning, you know, like the strength and conditioning and all these other things. So he was able to still beat all the young guys, um, you know, around 40 years old. Um, so, so much so that, you know, the, the, the newspaper had to write an article, like, you know, they were just amazed. Uh, so that's another example of someone that doesn't have to, um, uh, necessarily get all banged up where they can't do it anymore. Um, Jonathan Jimenez, in the end of the day, submission grappling will bend you in ways you're not supposed to, and it may affect you down the road. That is potentially true, but again, keep moving, keep doing the flexibility training, the strength conditioning training. This is also what, what you hear about. So say those of you who've been injured or those of you who've been into a car accident or some other type of what work accident and whatnot, a lot of times if you go to the doctor, they will send you to some type of uh, physical therapy. So that's what we call it in the United States. I know it's called different things in other countries. Um, but you, you know, they, they, you go to these medical experts that uh, teach you different exercises that you can do to help strengthen your area, whatever area is injured. And that in turn, as a result of you doing these exercises for, you know, several weeks or whatever, uh, you, you get better or you improve, your condition improves. All right. Let's see. So, yeah, Jonathan Jimenez, thank you. Uh, always stretch. Okay.
All right. So let's go ahead and keep. Okay. Drew Galbraith. Uh, if possible, it would be great to have these lessons in the academy. Flexibility, stretching, etc. Add them to the lessons. All right. So, um, yeah, no problem. So what I've been so let's go. This, this is a good time to talk about the CWA Academy. So those of you who want to learn catch wrestling, and you're not in Los Angeles or you're not near my good buddy John Strickland on the East Coast, um, you can learn through our website. This and we call it the CWA Academy. And so what you'll have access to is actually several courses instantly. So, but the two that I need you to learn the best are, we call them the fundamentals classes. So we have the ground fundamentals and the stand-up fundamentals. So you have to then demonstrate those to me uh, in order for you to get access to more lessons, right? But then those of you who already say like Drew, who has, um, who has access to more lessons, right? Who's more of, more of an advanced student? Uh, I give them uh, several different courses or other um, other uh, categories of lessons that they can learn. So I did make one that he's he's kind of referring to, where uh, I show different types of uh, drills that they can do without weights that they can do as a class. So it's kind of like a coaching uh, uh, a course where. Uh, there's like a little book in there that I, I've written about uh, fundamentals of, of coaching and different things you want to take into consideration if you're running your own uh, class or gym or whatnot. And so um, he's talking about that. So if you want to join, you can, but just know that it's not like, uh, it's not just a, you join and you have access to everything. It is, it is a graduated class. It is a graduated, really academy. So once you master the fundamentals and you get access to more and more things and again it is alive so like how drew mentioned that uh, if i can add more to the coaching uh program or the coaching course um then i do and i have actually that i have been I, I kind of i really respond to uh, people's needs and whatnot so uh, if anything comes up you know you can always be messaging me we also have like a, a community in there so uh, people can post their questions or people can uh, message me directly with their questions or um, stuff they'd like to see in uh, the more advanced classes or the more advanced courses. So, um, so yeah, no, good, good suggestion because we have a from Drew because uh, in the coaching course, we do have some of the, 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 not necessarily the drills, but uh, like, workout stuff that you can do as a class without weights and stuff, but uh, it would be good to add the flexibility because that, that's usually what's missing from a class. And a lot of times that doesn't necessarily have to be in your class time. Uh, the, the students should be doing that on their own, especially if you only have like an hour or, you know, hour and 15 or hour and a half to, to teach. So, um, you know, so, if maybe if, if if you're you as a coach are knowledgeable in these things, then uh, you could at least be showing them to your your students, and that will that will really help them in the long run, right? All right, let's keep scrolling down here. Rob Burrows, I just trained my fast twitch muscle fibers.
David Matheson. Is BJJ a watered down version of catch wrestling? No, they're different arts, right? So, but Brazilian Jiu Jitsu uh, came from an earlier martial art, right? So, the traditional Japanese Jiu Jitsu. Um, so, then they, so traditional Japanese Jiu Jitsu has like, I believe, punches and kicks and uh, weapons and all that. So, um, the Brazilians just focused on the, the ground stuff and, um, and so that that is why it's still a different thing, right? And so many times it, there are uh, the the goal was for it, or at least the original intention was it for was for it to still remain a martial art, but now it's a big time grappling sport. So it has a lot of rules. That's why uh, I don't know if a few weeks ago one of my good buddies, the black belt anthropologist from brazil who's also a rock star right so chiago and when i have him on um he he likes to explain that to people where the original intention was for jiu-jitsu to still be a martial art but he feels and a lot of people like him who are like more like historian oriented and he grew up uh you know in martial arts culture in brazil uh so he feels you know maybe gone too far into the sport aspect where a lot of big time jujitsu people might have lost some of the martial art aspects. So that's one of his, uh, his passions to talk about um, how he can try to uh, restore some of the, restore some of the martial art stuff to Brazilian jujitsu. Yeah, Jonathan Jimenez, like leg locks were taboo in jujitsu, also neck cranks. Neck cranks are still more taboo, even though it's like leg locks are really uh, popular, especially in nogi. Jonathan Jimenez, I feel like catch works for my body and my style of grappling. That sounds good. And Drew Galbraith, yes, he does respond. Yes, <laughs> yeah, because uh, I want it to be, I want the Catch Wrestling Alliance Academy to be something uh, very real, right? So uh, basically, anybody is free to join, right? But it's really up to you to uh, to like take advantage of the lessons and then to progress, right? So basically, I don't want anybody in there who uh, doesn't want to be there. So you're free to cancel. You know, there's no like uh you know whatever contract or whatever so it's basically the month to month so uh so there right e-l-e-l-a eli easy the game hunter uh, just came back from a great seminar this weekend with joe malenko and i i think he's one of the few old timers still around that's teaching what nobody else is uh how's he holding up so um and that's the thing ultimately that if he if he's holding up that's also another testimony as to like you don't necessarily ha have to even those who've done pro wrestling uh you can still uh, still survive and still <laughs> and uh still be quite quite able-bodied right so um uh, also I, you know i've been meeting more and more uh, people who are in pro wrestling and of different ages and um, uh, sure they get banged up 
but a lot of times if they keep moving keep doing the 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 strength and conditioning stuff the flexibility training whatnot uh then um uh you know they, they're they're still able to you know they're still they're still able to do a lot you know still able to work out still able to train etc so um you know doing one thing is it does not mean that you will go down a path where you will be unable to train or you'll you'll be forced to uh, use a cane or a wheelchair or whatnot it is not 100 certain right all right so uh, that that is what i'm trying that is the main point so then for someone to try to claim that uh you know what the the physical the physical condition that the late billy robinson was in later in his life it does not mean that it is inevitable that anybody who who chooses to train and catch wrestling will suffer that same that same fate right it's it's just not true right so it's just uh uh an odd it's an odd thing to say it's just probably someone who just likes jujitsu better so right Right. All right. Okay. So um, go ahead and keep commenting in there. Keep having your guys' uh, heart to heart in there in the in the chat room. Uh, uh, so then, when, if you guys have any questions for me, you know, I'll leave you guys alone in there. It seems like you guys are getting along very well. So uh, if you have any questions for me, go ahead and throw them throw them in there, and then I'll be happy to. Uh, to re respond also um then you, if you guys want to help out and you, you don't want to necessarily learn catch wrestling feel free to become a member of our youtube channel we have tons of videos behind the membership paywall that you have access to i believe um, you can kind of see what we have available in there uh by look, looking at our main page on the youtube our, our our youtube page right so i believe uh one of the playlist that you can look at at least is uh like a, a playlist of what videos are in our membership site um so you can even look at see if you can look first and see if you're even interested but there are a lot of cool videos in there uh sometimes i show different endings to some of the uh technique videos that i've shown so alternate endings and also uh we did a really cool uh presentation demonstration uh in the home of Frank Gotch, in the park where Frank Gotch used to train, right? And um, also different, like all kinds of, even some matches that we didn't show, um, also diff different things. So um, should be pretty cool. And then again, you can request anything you want. Um, so that, that that's another perk for members and whatnot. So um, you can consider training or, or, or just supporting because it all, it all helps jonathan jimenez in real competition you can protect yourself or for reversal or reverse the move right so uh you're talking about getting taking all the slams and all that in pro wrestling yeah Yeah, in pro Jonathan Jimenez in pro wrestling, you have to take it and make it look good. Yeah, maybe we can have one of my good buddies who's really excellent at um, 
a pro wrestling, Jennifer Thomas. Actually, she, I've interviewed her a couple times, but it's been years now since she's made an appearance on the channel. So maybe we can have her talk about that too, because she's one of the best pro wrestlers uh, that I've seen when I've seen her uh, have matches and whatnot. And even some of her video footage is just excellent, excellent. So uh, I can have her talk about that. Eli, I, I would hope you could fly Joe in to do a demonstration seminar. He's a re, he's a real underutilized guy who's still around and can still move. So that, that's the thing. I'm glad that you brought that up because again, this is another more, more evidence from from my case. A lot of times, um, it it shows that you know taking care of yourself, you know, really is is the key, right? So you can do all, whatever kind of activity, uh, but you got to take care of yourself. Right, then you'll be able to do your activity longer, especially if you love it, right? If you love jujitsu, you can do jujitsu longer. If you love catch wrestling, you do catch wrestling longer. If you love whatever. Well, that was the thing. It's like, yeah, with regards to other sports, and I believe this was something in track, you know, track and field, where we had some Olympians who improved their their times after they retired. So I think one was like one of our most famous is Carl Lewis. I believe it was Carl Lewis where uh, after he retired, uh, he, and so he was one of the winningest <laughs> uh, athletes, right? And um, uh, he was able to improve his running times after he retired even. Yep. And so um, let me see. So let me, <laughs> some of these comments are passing by quickly. So, uh, let me see. Eli, I mean, look at Fujinami. He's still pro wrestling in his 70s. Right. Good. Good example. Uh, Jonathan Jimenez. I'm going to be an old time looking wrestler, grow a mustache and everything. Right. <laughs> Sounds good. See if you can get a top hat and everything. Right. All right. So um, I hopefully I made my point. Right. So we can see examples in all kinds of sports where people like i just mentioned where people can even get better right as they get older because i think there's also this kind of age prejudice where people think oh if, only if you're in your 20s then you can you know be great or whatever and then even mma is, is proving that wrong where we have people in their 30s uh doing very well we have people also what what was it uh akiyama just tko uh, aoki and was it last weekend in singapore uh, he's definitely what 45 or something. So, um, uh, you know, so we still got people performing at high levels, um, uh, in all kinds of sports. And, but since we're talking about like combat sports or grappling, I mean, I think MMA is a, a great example because, uh, because we have, we have, uh, the, the evidence, right? We have direct evidence stuff that just happened last weekend. Right. Um, right. Okay. So, I think we'll, we'll go ahead and sign off today. So again, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. You know, you know, together we're gonna keep real wrestling alive. And my goal is to help you elevate your grappling. So uh, feel free to become a member or, or of our academy or of our YouTube channel. Thank you for listening wherever you get your podcasts, also or on or watching on Twitch or on our YouTube channel. Really appreciate it. So. Um, Go ahead and, you know, 
keep on commenting or ask us questions so uh, we can keep the conversation going. Because the reason for this podcast today was because of one of your direct messages. I'm sorry, I, I don't I don't remember who told me about this the podcast where they were uh, trying to uh, use the late Billy Robinson as an example of why not to train catch wrestling, but it's just wrong. And um, uh, hopefully I gave enough evidence as to uh, why it is wrong and ways to protect yourself. All right, so thanks again, and we'll see you next time.